So I don't know how many of you have ever failed before, but I have definitely failed. And this is honestly one of my favorite topics to talk about is failure. Not because I like to fail or keep thinking about my failures, but because I know that first and foremost, without any failure, there would be no growth. And I also know that with every time you fail, you can look back at that failure, learn so much, and you can also use that failure to help others, which is literally such an awesome passion of mine. And it's actually one of the main like reasons why I created this outlet that I'm talking to you on right now. See, 2 Corinthians 1.3 says, Blessed is the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in our troubles so that we may be able to comfort those experiencing any trouble with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. For just as the sufferings of Christ overflow toward us, so also our comfort through Christ overflows to you. And essentially, here's the idea and really just kind of my main takeaway from that verse, or it's really 2 Corinthians 1, 3 through 5. It's just this, literally this awesome picture of the fact that Jesus came and he died for us. And he rose from the grave three days later. And through that, Jesus poured out his suffering on the cross for us. That way we may know God and have a relationship with him. And we come to God. We're like, hey, I am super needy, super weak. You're my creator. You love me like in such a way that I can never even think about loving you back. And we come to God. And he just pours out his love for us in such a way that we are filled with his love. And through our weakness, God just really just like, think of like a pot that is cracked and somebody's just pouring water in it. Well, the, something's going to come through the cracks. And I've heard some scenarios about this kind of like some pots back in like ancient Egypt and how, I don't know if it's, <laughs> I actually don't know if it's Egypt, but just about some pots somewhere that are broken and, they get these pots and they actually put gold where the cracks are and not only does it repair the pot it allows it to be stronger and i'm getting at all of this to basically say that we fail we are broken we look at the world around us they're broken but when we come to god god will literally use our brokenness repair it with his gold and we will literally be filled and overflow in such a way that through us, God can really help others with our failures and with what we have struggled with. And recently, I've been doing this thing to where I have been attempting to work for a car in 30 days. And if I'm honest, it's 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 uh, it's going um, kind of. I'm working a nine to five job, and I'm also like attempting, you know, just to live life, spend time with my family. And I'm also attempting this challenge. So I'll be honest, this challenge has kind of been third priority because I really do, well, first and foremost, want to glorify God. That just kind of goes as the banner statement. But under that, the three things is I want to use this challenge of just trying to maybe get a car to really just look around and see what I have and how I can use it. And yes, if I get a car in 30 days, like that's an awesome goal. Um, but if not, I can still trust God because like I've already looked, I've already come so much further than I was 30 days ago. 
The second thing I can do, and my second goal, is just to kind of help my family look around and be like, okay, this is what I have. This is how I can use this to worship and glorify God. And one way that I've been doing this is my mom is a photographer, and she's trying to start a business with that. And I've been honestly just praying with her, encouraging her, and just really trying to push her to learn how to just, I mean, she already knows how to do so much, and she's literally so awesome. But just, she really just like anyone, just everyone just needs encouragement. So just use the encouragement like, hey, you've got this. Go and get some photo shoots today. And she has been literally taking so many photo shoots lately, and God just continues to bless, and she continues to learn. It's been awesome to see. And just that's my second goal. My third goal is to get the car, but you can kind of see my priorities. First and foremost, I want to use what I have and what God's given me. I want to encourage my family in the process. And if I get a car, it's number three. That is literally awesome, but that is not my main goal. And honestly, a few days ago, I was just completely crushed under the pressure because I had my goals and my priorities mixed up. And I was thinking, okay, I've got to somehow get a car, work this job, and spend time with my family. And I was getting like no sleep. And I was literally just working, 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 working. When I was just praying the other day, and God just kind of like came in and sucker punched me and said, hey, you need a rest. It's kind of like, I don't know, it's kind of like you're fighting and someone knocks you out. And so, I mean, you're knocked out, so you have to kind of sleep anyways. But it's like you're fighting and you get knocked out and you have to sleep. It was kind of like one of those type things. So I just kind of felt led to read Psalms 127. And this is what it says. If the Lord does not build a house, then those who build it work in vain. If the Lord does not guard a city, then the watchman stands guard in vain. It is vain for you to rise early, come home late, and work so hard for your food. Yes, he provides for those whom he loves, even when they sleep. And my family is in need of a car, which is one of the reasons why I started this challenge. But the awesome thing is God gives his beloved sleep. And God loves me in such a way that I can never even fathom just a hint of loving him back. John, 1 John 4.19 says, we love God because he first loved us. And he loves us in such a way that he chooses to give us rest. We just have to choose to accept it and to receive it and to rest in him. And to be honest, that is not at all what I was doing. So I'm going to be honest, this was actually yesterday. <laughs> that I read this, and I read that, and just for the rest of the day, yeah, I finished my 9 to 5 job, but after that, after going like 9,500 miles an hour, I came home, and I just collapsed, I went to sleep, and I woke up, <laughs> watched um, just one Ryan Trahan video actually with my family, because we just love watching him, um, spent a little bit of time with them just talking. And then I went back to sleep. Um, I'm not ashamed to say that. And it was just really just an awesome opportunity just to be able to rest. And right after I actually read this verse yesterday, I walked up to a friend of mine and I just, I read it and I left. And it's in that moment that I realized that I really can use my failures to encourage others because I've been working so hard and 
God showed this verse to me. And I read it. I received it. And then I went and I shared it. Which I feel like so often we may also forget that share part. To share what we've been given. But as we are literally jars of clay and we overflow, we were created to share what we're overflowing with. Another thing that I'm doing during this 30-day period is I'm just kind of establishing, like I'm praying through what is overflow because I've had this YouTube channel for almost three years now, which is really hard and crazy to believe. Um, And it's just like, okay, it's either, I don't know. And honestly, since the DC trip, Um, I recently went to Washington, D.C. You're welcome to watch that video. Um, Since then, God's just been teaching me to die to myself. And my question has just been, okay, yes, I need to die to myself, but what does it look like to live in Christ? And I truly believe that we cannot live in Christ without abiding him. John 15 is an awesome place for that if you guys want to go check that out. But if we are not abiding in Christ, then we do not bear fruit and we do not overflow with the love that God is constantly pouring in us. And we will just be running and running a marathon, the absolute wrong direction, building a house for no reason, just for it to crumble if we are not abiding in God. And no matter how many times we fail, If God is our focus and if we are running the race well, like I have this baton here that my mentor gave me. And if we are just, here, I'll actually pick this baton up. If we are running the race well, then we have an incredible opportunity to share as we're running with others around us. Hebrews 12 actually touches on this. It's actually a pretty, I'm not going to say pretty famous, because I, mean, I don't know, you may have not heard of it, but I've heard it at least a few times. Um, but it's this passage that just talks about what it looks like to run the race and to run it well. And this is what it says. <clears throat> therefore, Romans 12, 1, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, we must get rid of of every weight and the sin that clings so closely and run with endurance the race set for us, keeping our eyes fixed on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. For the joy set out for him, he endured the cross, disregarding its shame, and has taken his seat at the right hand of the throne of God. This is a really cool verse. I'm going to keep reading. Think of him who endured such opposition against himself by sinners, so that you may not grow weary in your souls and give up. We are running, and even if we trip and fall on the way, and even if we grow tired and weary, Isaiah 40, 31 talks about how God lifts even the youths up and strengthens them. Uh, words. He strengthens them. I'm going to actually read that real fast because I love that passage. Isaiah 40, 30-31. Even youths get tired and weary. Even strong men clumsily stumble. Yes, I fail. 
Okay? I I wrote a book called How to Talk to Girls. You can buy it on Amazon. Little plug. I'm actually tra- kind of trying to work on a legit version of it, but right now it's just kind of a picture book. But I wrote this book called How to Talk to Girls because all of my friends and my friend group had girlfriends, and I did not have a girlfriend, and I felt completely left out. And <laughs> I just... I did not really know how to talk to girls, I'm being honest. And I've honestly learned a lot since then. Um, I mean, I'm not saying I'm an expert talking to girls, but, like, God used that failure of mine, how to talk to girls, in such a way that I could never even imagine. Like, I just got through with this gap year program, and he literally paid for it with that book that I wrote as a joke because of my failure. Like, just let that sink in. God literally used a failure of mine to provide for me in such a way that I could never even imagine. Now, I'm going to read Isaiah 40, 30 through 31 again. I actually never read 31. And you'll, you'll see why in a second. Even use. Hey, that's me. Even you just get tired and weary. Even strong men even strong young men, that's also me, clumsily stumble, but those who wait for the Lord's help find renewed strength. Those who wait for the Lord, those who rest in the Lord, they rise up as if they had eagle's wings. They run without growing weary. They walk without getting tired. So my question for you, as we're kind of wrapping things up, is what are you tripping and stumbling over right now that you can surrender to God, that he can use, not only to bring you closer to him, but to bring others closer to him through you, giving them purpose and just helping them to know the love of God. And you can't do this without abiding in God. You have to be abiding in God. You can do that through a relationship with God, and you can kind of cultivate that relationship through doing things such as reading your Bible and praying and meeting with a Christian community. Those are all great ways that God's really done that in my life. So I'm going to repeat that question. How are you running and tripping and stumbling over things? And are you surrendering that to God? And my second question for you is, what do you see in your life that needs to change? And is there a way that God has equipped you in a unique way to meet that need? Like, for me, it may have been how to talk to girls or working so hard I just crashed whenever I came home last night and just went to bed. How's God equipped you in a unique way to meet a need? And, yeah, let's take those away. I would really love to hear some questions that you guys have about Christianity, the Bible, maybe just life, please comment those below because I want to start diving into those and just really just start sharing what God has taught me. I'm completely imperfect as you have heard already. I'm so broken, but God is so good and he uses broken people. So I don't know where you are today. I don't even know 
who you are, but I know this. You are loved by God. You are created in his image. And you are my friend. Now, my call for you today, I call, I don't, I don't know, we'll call it a call, why not? I want to proclaim over you that you, if you are pursuing Christ, you are Jesus' generation. We need a generation of people who love Jesus with all their heart, soul, mind, and strength, who are running the race well, even in spite of their failures. They're just surrendering their failures, their strengths, and they just keep running. Run. And run well. Run. Thank you guys for watching. I really appreciate it. Again, comment below any questions you have. I want to start diving into those. And if this encouraged you, share it with others. And I would honestly love your prayer as I'm still doing all these challenges in this work. And yeah, thank you guys. Thank you for watching. Hope you have a good night. God bless.